Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi. Grabe, fan na fan ako ng podcast niyo. I only have two albums ba tawag doon? Playlists. Playlists in Spotify. Isa na kayo doon. Tapos isa is ano, today's top hits. Taas namin. Love it. Siyempre, of course. An internationally educated economics expert. Hey fellow adults, let's figure out adult life together. Because adulting wasn't taught in school. Listen to stories and questions and sometimes expert advice on adulting, self-development, finding stability, relationships, health, well-being, and more. Because it's an adult thing! Alright, so we're officially recording episode 12. We're still under enhanced community quarantine because of the pandemic, COVID-19. So, yeah, dito sa Rizal, ano na siya? Enhanced, ultramagnetic, <laughs> galactic, community quarantine, super lockdown galore. Yeah. Correct! Final, final. <laughs> so, tungkol pa rin sa COVID-19, yung pag-uusapan natin sa episode natin today. Yeah. Sige, pakilala muna tayo ulit. Baka makal- nakalimutan nila kung sino tayo eh. True. <laughs> I'm Nika. I'm recording from Quezon City. <laughs> I'm Azel and I'm recording dito sa Cavite. Carla here, recording live last week dito sa Kainta slash Antipolo. So we're recording this episode ngayong April 10. It's a good Friday. Yeah. Para lang may context yung tao kung kailan natin anire-record to. Kasi everyday mayroong bagong update, everyday may bagong changes. Totoo, tas almost every night, meron sa social media na headline na just in. Correct. Every day, every night. Oh my God. So, grabe na ako, one month na pala tayo sa lockdown dahil sa COVID-19. And I think we can agree, naramdam naramdam na natin yung financial impact nito. And since this is the first time na na-experience siya ng generations natin ngayon, we invited an economics expert to guide us through the financial crisis we're facing. Last time, <laughs> nagtanong tayo sa mga tao, what are your worries or what causes your anxieties? Tapos ang dami nag-reply sa personal page and sa page ng It's an Adult Thing na they're worried about money, they're worried about work, saan sila kukuha, parang ganun. Like me, I'm also worried about my personal finances kasi wala naman akong shoot. So where will I get money in the coming months? So talagang really money matters and the economy is really affected by the freezing of everything right now. So we invited, uh, yun nga sabi mo, we invited an economics expert. So introduce ko lang yung guest natin today. Today, we're with Professor Leila Ranema. She's my batchmate from the Sigma Delta Phi Sorority. She's a full-time professor at the Virata School of Business, University of the Philippines, Diliman. She studied BS Economics. She graduated one semester earlier than her batchmate. So, 
There you go, guys. Na accelerated po siya. <laughs> eh, maliit na bagay. Maliit na bagay. Ano ba naman yung mauna ka na isang semester na economics yung inaral mo? <laughs> Totoo. Na, na may ano pa yan, na Dean's Medal. Hindi ko naman sa gustong ipagmalaki yon Pero, ganun lang naman. <laughs> Just say Just say Empower. <laughs> and, she studied finance and international business in one of the top business schools in France. She has... Not one, but two masteral degrees, an MBA degree in business administration, and Masters of Science in Management, both from UP. She also has a doctorate degree in business administration, also from UP. And she also runs their business. She's the CEO of Showcase Carpet Center. Let's all welcome Dr. Ranema. Hi, Leila. Hey, hello. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Yeah, fan of fan ako ng podcast niyo. I only have two, um, I only know two albums, ba tawag doon? Playlists. Um, playlists in Spotify. Isa na kayo doon, tapos isa is, ano, um, today's top hits. So, ka-level niyo yung today's top hits. Taas namin. Love it. This is Siempre, coming from ano, uh, an internationally educated economics expert. <laughs> Correct. Marami kami questions, Leila, because we, hindi naman kami, wala kaming masyadong alam, to be honest, about economics. And talagang nakaka-worry na we have a lot of um, questions about money. Hindi lang personal, pero pati na rin sa what will happen to other people, to the other Filipinos. So, that's why we need your help. I will try my best to help answer your questions, pero siguro magdi-disclaimer lang ako bago tayo mag-start, no? Na whatever I answer, these are my opinions and it would not reflect that of the university. And um, yung mga numbers na I might um, refer to later, nakuha ko yun from different sources, which I will also name later naman din. Love it. Got it. Okay. Very professional. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, today's top hits tayo, eh. <laughs> Okay, ah, sige. Ayan, ito na. Let's get down to business. First of our 58 questions, charot. Wow. <laughs> Ma'am Shilela, ano ba yung concrete talaga na effect ng pandemic tsaka ng lockdown sa economy natin? Kasi, like, for me, ang alam ko lang concrete examples niya, yung financial impact niya sa akin tsaka sa family ko. Sa larger perspective, ano yung money matters or economic impact na dala niya sa iba-ibang sektor ng lipunan natin? Oo nga, Carla. Alam mo, we're only but an atom dito sa pandemic na nangyayari. Kung baga, kung ano yung impact sa atin, napaka-minute nun sa total impact na nangyayari, not just in our country, but the whole world. etong pandemic na nararanasan natin ngayon, this is a health crisis. Ang ayaw natin mangyari dito is mag-evolve siya or mag-mutate siya or mag-exponentially um, multiply siya into different types of crisis. Ayaw natin maging um, reason to for social unrest, which nakita na nga natin yun quite recently, no? Ayaw natin to maging source of economic distress and institutional crisis. So, um, we see that this drastic measure of a lockdown contributes its own share of social and economic hardships. So, nahihirapan tayo lahat. So, nakikita natin na people are physically restricted in movement. Tayo, restricted yung movement natin. We have lost our income, our livelihoods, our um, everyday source of income, no? And then also, may existing social safety nets that are not designed to reach the people most at risk. 
sino ba yung sinasabi nilang poorest of the poor? Diba? Ano yung production yung production and delivery systems natin are severely constricted dahil sa lockdown. Yung country's health system natin, strained na nga siya ngayon dahil sa lockdown. Lumalapit na siya sa breaking point even, diba? So, until when can we sustain this? So, eto lang yung a few of what we see in the TV, what we hear sa news, sa radyo. Eto yung nakikita lang natin. Pero siguro, ang hindi rin natin nakikita na epekto nito in a larger perspective, no? in an economic impact, is that risk nito sa GDP ng country natin. So, yung GDP growth in 2020 will severely be affected by this COVID-19 and therefore, very highly unpredictable yung mangyayari sa economy natin. Uh, sorry, GDP, clear lang natin, that's gross domestic, domestic product. product. Yes, yes. Okay. Later, ano, I will break that down. Ano ba yung composition ng gross domestic product ng Philippines? Ano yung variables that affect that? Yung impact ng economy will be larger than um, currently assumed if the global outbreak is prolonged beyond the first half. Kasi yung assumption natin, assumption ng ekonomista, is sana hanggang June lang to. Hang, sana hanggang first half lang to ng 2020. Mm-hmm. No? So, so kasi again... Kasi birthday na namin tatlo yun eh. Charot. Oo nga. <laughs> so, magkakanta tayo ng special, ano, um, album ba ulit? Special episode. <laughs> special episode. Okay. So, ang sinasabi kasi ng mga ekonomista, no, or, or ng experts dito, sana hanggang June lang tong crisis, health crisis natin. Pero, syempre, unpredictable din eh. We only hope that it's until half of this year. So, itong mga predictions sa sasabihin natin on the economic health of our country is only uh, presumably dahil nga nasa mid lang tayo ng 2020. So, presumably, hanggang June lang talaga yung um, economic impact ng COVID sa sa bansa natin or sa, sa buong mundo, di ba? Pero, this is largely unpredictable. So, the impact of on the economy will be larger than currently assumed if the global outbreak is prolonged beyond the first half or if there is a sustained local transmission in the Philippines. Ayaw natin mangyari yun. Also, a less desirable U-shape recovery as opposed to an ideal V-shape. Kasi gusto natin V-shape yung recovery natin. Ibig sabihin ng V-shape, once we hit rock bottom, Akit agad tayo. V-shape siya eh. So, ano yung shape oh. ng V? So, once we hit rock bottom, immediately mag-recover tayo. Okay. Ayaw natin ng less desirable U-shape recovery. Kasi yung U-shape, di ba, once you hit rock bottom, nasa bottom ka na medyo-medyo matagal, saka ka lang gradually increase, di ba, mag-recover. So, ayaw natin yung U-shape recovery. Pero, a less desirable U-shape recovery is possible if disrupted supply chains are not restored quickly or if workers are not rehired immediately, or if workers really lose their jobs altogether, no? or if business are slow to restart operations or do not operate anymore. So the government has space, however, to further fix the fiscal and monetary expansion to mitigate the worst effect of the virus outbreak and to quicken economic recovery, ensuring adequate resources to healthcare that will help prepare us in the recovery of the economy. Okay. Ma'am, may tanong po ako. Clarification lang. Mm. Yung hopeful prediction na sana hanggang June lang yung pandemic, is that prediction based on the data that we have so far? Or is that hopeful prediction just a hope just because 
hanggang June lang yung kaya nating i-sustain as of the moment. Yung prediction na hanggang June lang siya is based on the numbers we'll be discussing later. Kasi ano yan eh, meron tayong forecasted growth of the year next year. Ano yung growth natin this year kahit na hindi pa tapos yung year, di ba? Ano yung forecast natin? For next year, ano yung forecast ng growth natin? So, yung uh, economic GDP, Yes, uh, yes, GDP growth of a country or a region. Okay, gets, gets. So, parang apektado talaga almost every one of us dito sa epekto talaga ng COVID. To lay it down straight, are we headed to a recession? Eh, but first of all, what is a recession? And is it an inevitable scenario for our country? Oh, sige. So, a recession means na this is a period of temporary economic decline. no? During which, yung normal activities natin in a country like trade or industrial activities are reduced. Okay. So, para magkakaroon ng fall or dip in the GDP for at least two consecutive quarters no, in a year. So, yun yung okay. ibig sabihin ng recession. Mm. Actually, uh, nung first week pa lang ng, um, ng ECQ, mm-hmm. may nabasa na ako from IMF. So, IMF is the International Monetary Fund. So, sinabi ni IMF, they see that the world economy is suffering its worst recession already since the Great Depression so, uh-huh. grabe yung, yung Great Depression, it was very impactful, di ba? The yeah. whole world. Yeah. So, sinasabi ng IMF ngayon, it is even worse of a recession than the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. My God. Um, nga eh. So, if we look at the definition of recession, which is again a period of temporary economic decline, oh, oh yes, we are bound to have a recession. There, a recession is going to happen in the Philippines. Kasi talagang bababa yung economic power ng country natin, yung GDP natin, bababa talaga siya. Bakit siya bababa, no? Ano ba yung sasabi ko? Ba't bababa yung econo- economic power ng country natin? So, mm-hmm. economic growth is projected, no, to fall to 2% in 2020. Pero mag-recover naman tayo sa 2021, then we're gonna ha- we're ideally gonna have a 6.5% growth, assuming that the COVID-19 outbreak is contained by June of this year. Mm-hmm. So, um, expansionary fiscal and monetary policies will support the growth recovery once the pandemic hopefully dissipates. No? Mm-hmm. So, inflation will remain moderate and the current account deficits remain, rel- remain relatively small by then. But again, there are international institutions such as International Monetary Fund or um, ADB, Asian Development Bank or World Bank that can help us. So actually, half of IMF's member countries, nagsiseek aid na sila eh. Okay. So at least yung IMF, they released, para nag-double sila ng emergency financing to meet expected demand of about $100 billion. That's about $5.1 trillion in pesos. Mm-hmm. So they're actually willing to lend or to give loan to, to economies that need help. So yun yung hopefully saving grace over lack of budget no to sustain the economy. Mm-hmm. So okay. even IMF no sinasabi nila na magkakaroon tayo ng partial deco- recovery in the global economy by next year 2021 if the pandemic um fades in the second half of this year. Parang scary, parang nakakatakot na mangungutang na naman tayo ng pera. Oo oh, oh, eh, di ba sinabi na nga ni Pangulo Duterte natin in one of his um, speeches, speeches, maybe a few nights ago, mm-hmm. uh, sinabi namin na nga niya na parang, we lack funds. 
diba? we extended this this lockdown and he acknowledges and, that we lack funds to sustain this mm-hmm. I think if i remember correctly sabi pa niya inutusan daw niya ang um, secretary of DOF na to produce funds yeah. na produce talaga ng funds yeah. secretary so, of Part- finance uh, finance yes. department Uh-oh. DOF Uh-oh. yes so medyo vague for me like ano epekto ng recession sa normal people like me, like a working person, does that mean I will have less purchasing power? Ano ba yung magiging epekto nun sa akin? Okay. Um, for example, ang most recent na naaalala kong recession was around 2008. Yung Oo, na, financial crisis. Oo, tas ang mahal ng lahat ng bagay, pati ng, especially ng oil. And people were even forced to uh, to leave their cars at home and mag-commute and stop, or at least the middle class. So, yun yung naaalala ko, na mahal lahat ng mga bagay, mm-hmm. which eventually, nag-subside naman. Okay. Pero this time, since nababanggit nga na it's even worse than the Great Depression mm-hmm. na kinaharap ng mga lolot lola natin back then. So, yeah, anong... Let's paint a more concrete or vivid picture on what we're about to face in a few months or so. I'm a very fluid talaga, parang very unpredictable talaga yung scenario eh. We can only assume. Mm-hmm. Um, let's expect the worst and ano, um, hopefully it turns out for the better. No? But mm-hmm. really, yung recession na mangyayari, how it will impact us is that Um, security of jobs, siguro some companies, they might not be able to bounce back, not be able to um, sustain their normal operations. Mm-hmm. I have a few friends na they also own companies of their own, no? mm-hmm. even bigger companies than my own. Mm-hmm. Talagang nagdi-discuss na sila on sino ang il- kailangan nilang i-layoff. Mm-hmm. Diba? Come, oh, come May. Mm-mm. So, may, may job security that is threatened. Mm-mm. Kasi you cannot blame the employers, no? It's not their fault na mag-layoff lang sila kasi trip lang nila, diba? Mm-hmm. Hindi nila kaya bayaran yung tao, eh. Diba? Mm-hmm. Even last week, no? I have a friend. Mm-hmm. Malaki yung company nila sa agri-business. Mm-hmm. Meron silang CFO. Medyo malaki yung sweldo ng CFO na to kasi ano foreigner Singaporean yung C- yung CFO nila ganyan. Mm-hmm. He's yung salary niya 200,000 a month yung mm-hmm. salary ng CFO na to. Mm-hmm. They had to let him go last week. Mm-hmm. Kasi hindi na nila mabayaran talaga. Even mm-hmm. if a CFO is such an integral part of an of a business, 'di ba? Like how do you um go about your your ano your finance department, accounting department, treasury kung wala kang CFO. Pero they had no choice. Mm-hmm. So really, um, ang maapektuhan dito, hindi lang yung mga empleyado, but also companies, they might not be able to recover. And magtitrickle down yun to the employees. Mm-hmm. And syempre, pag nawala ng, ng um, jobs yung mga empleyado, paano, paano na yung pamilya na pinapakain niya, di ba? Mm-hmm. So we see this cycle going on and on and on. Oo nga, cycle siya kasi kung wala nang maipasweldo at magtatanggal ng mga empleyado at wala nang sweldo yung mga empleyado, wala na rin silang purchasing power para pangbili ng products ng mga company na yon. So all the more mawawalan sila ng pampasweldo at mas kailangan nilang mag-layoff and so on. Tama ba? Mm-mm, yes, that is the cycle. Yes, oo. Mm-hmm. We hopefully, t- sana hindi mangyari, no? Uh-oh. Okay, Ooh. pero yun yung more or less itsura ng recession. Okay. Tama ba? 
that is how we will see it impact our lives. Oh, bigat ah. Pero, yun lang yung mafe-feel natin ah. May mga variables in tayo na hindi mafe-feel. Like, if you're not into foreign exchange, if you're not into forex, di mo naman mafe-feel yun. If you're not into the, into stock, stock market, di mo naman mafe-feel yun, di ba? Mm-hmm. So, yun sinasabi na, yung in-example natin kanina, yun yung pinaka-close to our hearts as Uh-oh. employees, di ba? Gets, gets, gets. Yung mga nasa ibang field, ibang creature pa yung kakaharapin nila, mm-hmm. tama ba? Correct. Uh, nakakatakot siya, pero may glimpse of hope akong narinig sa sinabi ni Madam Leila. Yeah. Um, nabanggit mo kasi kanina na eventually babawi din yung economy. So, please, Talk to us about this macro view of yours about our economic situation na magkakaroon ng dip, yes, pero temporary lang siya. And then eventually, organically, magsiself-correct yung economy natin. Can you um, enlighten us on that? We need that right now, <laughs> that glimpse of hope. We need hope. Oh, oh, oh naman. I think um, medyo heavy rin yung question mo. Let's break it down into three parts. So, sinasabi mo na um, ano yung macroeconomic view of our economy? So, that's one part of your question. So, mm-hmm. dito natin ibe-break down ano yung composition ng GDP natin? No? Ano yung nakaka-apekto? What are the variables that would affect our country's GDP? Yung second na tinabi mo, ano yung status na economy natin ngayon? And lastly, ano yung concept of self-correct? How will the economy correct itself, diba? By itself. Sige, in, in, Sige yeah. ma'am, she. Okay. okay so, first, um, ano yung components ng economy natin? What makes our uh, gross domestic product? So, kanina nabanggitan natin gross domestic product na yun. So, itong gross domestic product, it's made up of um, private consumptions plus gross investment plus um, government investment plus government spending Plus, the difference of exports and minus imports, di ba? So, um, our GDP is a measure of health, the health of our country. So, the higher the GDP, the better. The higher the growth of the GDP, the better, the healthier our economy is. Now, um, what okay. variables have changed given the lockdown? Um, napansin nyo ba na may mga nag-dip sa mga variables na nasabi ko kanina? Like, private consumption. Yeah, oo. Nag-dip ba to? Yes. Oh, syempre, ba? We do not want to consume kasi we're trying to save our money for possible worst scenarios, ba? Yeah. So, nagpipigil tayo ng consumption ngayon. Kayo rin ba? Ganun? Yes. Susko. Di na ako gumagasas bukod sa food. Oo. I think... Sa atin nga, pagpapigil eh, pero mas maraming Pilipino ang wala na kasi talagang panggastos. Uh-huh. Exactly. So talagang, eto, one, one variable lang tong private consumption. Ha. Wala ka ng panggastos, di ka na magkoconsume. So, dip na to agad. Isang factor pa lang to out of the five factors, no? Uh-huh. Um, government investment, syempre, hindi sa mag-invest kasi maraming sa government spendings. Correct. And wala na tayong nakikita masyado ngayon na unnecessary imports, ba? So okay. and as exports din, 'di ba? Wala na rin tayong masyado na exports na export ngayon, 'di ba? Kasi mm-hmm. nga may lockdown. Yeah. Um so yun yung a few of the variables that contributed to the decline of our GDP, no? So if some of these variables decline or change, then our GDP changes too. So sadly, 
since bumaba tong mga variables ito, bababa din si GDP natin. So, instead of having a healthy economy, hindi na siya masyadong, uh, hindi na siya as healthy as desirable ngayon. No? So, what is the status okay, okay. of our economy? Uh, GDP natin last year was, uh, it closed at fourth quarter of 2019 at um, 5.9 for full year 2019. No? Mm-hmm. So, sinasabi natin, moderate pa tong growth na to eh. Moderate pa to. Hindi pa to yung, you know, the, the, the best um, growth that we could possibly have. Okay. So, Tanda natin na ah, 5.9% for full year 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming from um, Asian Development Bank outlook for 2020, they say that yung GDP growth natin for 2020 will um will have a slow will will slow down sharply you now because of the impact of COVID-19. So okay. since sabi nila na economic growth is projected to fall to 2% na lang in 2020 before we recover in 2021. So, last year, 5.9. This year, projection nila 2%. Pero since sabi nila na recovery natin next year will give us a 6.5% growth in our GDP. No? Mm-hmm. So, sa projection pa lang nila, nakikita natin na by next year, mataas talaga yung growth natin. No? We're expected to recover next year mm-hmm. by a good number. Yeah. 6.5, as opposed to last year na 5.9%, di ba? Okay. Again, this assumes na we recover, I mean, COVID outbreak is contained by June of this year. Okay. Ma'am Shilayla, mm-hmm. yes. just in case sa June mag-record ulit tayo. Baka mag-iba ang numbers. Mag-adjust tayo ng numbers. Pero sana naman, kasi everything I've read, I mean, most of what I've read, uh, gives us hope na by June, makaka-recover na tayo economy natin. Okay. Um, but syempre, maapektuhan yung full-year growth ng country natin. But by next year, it will be a good year for all of us. Okay. okay. Ah, kailangan lang, so kumbaga kailangan lang mag-hold out tayo until next oh. year. Yes, we have to stay ano, until next year. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. Oh, we will. We, knock on wood, we will. Diba? <laughs> so, etong ano, concept of self-correct. Diba sinabi nga natin, 2021 will auto-correct to a normal baseline growth numbers. No, It will bring back the expected normal growth rate of our economy. No, This is an example of how we will auto-correct. Okay. ba? Wala naman tayong gagawing very special para mag-bounce back yung economy natin. Eventually, it will autocorrect itself. So, this is a very popular economic assumption no, of an autocorrect. It's called the invisible hand by Ad- Adam Smith. No? Um, so, itong invisible hand na to is part of the lazy sphere, meaning let do or let go approach of the market. So, in other words, the approach holds that the market will find its equilibrium without government or other interventions, forcing it to unnatural patterns. Okay. So, di ba may sinasabi tayong supply and demand? Uh-uh. Okay. Yung yeah. supply and demand, mayroong point na nag intersecting dalawa. Yun yung equilibrium natin. So, eventually, talagang mapupush up tayo to the equilibrium point. Okay. So, yun yung sinasabi na um, we will go back to normal, it will all be in a state of equilibrium eventually. Okay. No? So, this will eventually set our economy to ep- equilibrium state once we start going back to normal. Okay. Hence, the economy will eventually recover. Ganun naman talaga ang buhay, di ba? Uh-huh. Hindi naman tayo pwedeng hindi mag-autocorrect. Uh-huh. 
nasa lusak lang tayo parate. Charap. <laughs> so, ibig sabihin, uh, ibig sabihin, pagka na-contain na yung virus, once everyone is able to go out of their home safely, they can already buy, they can, we can get jobs back, the economy will, will auto-correct itself because we're out there doing stuff na. Let do, let go. Ganun ba yun? Oo, parang uh, ganun. Okay, alright. Sige. At saka, ano nga, no, this reminds me, I saw a post, I haven't fact-checked, pero there's this discussion that after the bubonic plague centuries ago, doon nag-arise yung renaissance. Oh. So, it was a, it was history's natural way of bouncing back with a vengeance, ganyan. So, okay. hopefully, hopefully, given this, sabi nyo nga, worst recession siya ever, mm-hmm. maybe, and hopefully, it, it can bring out the best that we can produce or be as human beings so far in a in our short history in this world. Sana, let's hope for the best. Yes. yes. Okay. okay. So, right now, syempre nasa survival mode tayo. So, sinistretch natin lahat ng budget natin, lahat ng mga uh, kung ano meron tayo right now. So, dahil dito, syempre yung government, meron ding assistance na pinoprovide. Tapos, ang alam lang namin, syempre is yung 270 plus billion and kanina may nabasa ako na parang may additional 25 billion na niloan ulit from the World Bank. So yun, can you so hindi naman kasi alam yung exact breakdown niya and kung ano ba yung uh, actual figures ng budget na sinasabi nila. So uh, can you help us with the breakdown and ano bang mangyayari dun sa budget na yun? And yung ayuda na sinasabi nila per family, feasible ba yun? At hanggang kailan siya kayang i-sustain? Yung government natin, mayroon naman silang ina-allocate na funds ideally for for us to have yung needs natin sustain natin diba so meron tayong department handling our national budget so this is called DBM Department of Budget and Management nagreli sila ng circular i think it's um local budget circular number 1, 125 and it's um okay. easily accessible sa website ng DBM no i think it's dbm.gov.ph tapos hanapin niyo lang yung circular okay. number 125 na yun. Ito sa circular na yun, very, very um, efficiently cited lahat ng municipalities. Magkano yung budget per municipality, per region? Okay. okay. So, nandun lahat ng numbers. Malulula kayo sa numbers. And mm-hmm. sa rami-dami ng numbers, di nyo na mababasa yung numbers. Pero at least, may friends kasi ako na sinasabi, nasan ba napupunta yung pera na sinasabi? 200 billion? Saan ba napupunta yung mga yun? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pero actually, if mag-search lang tayo online, makikita natin yung breakdown ng lahat ng yon per LGU, di ba? Okay. Also, alam din natin okay. na may three very important departments that are handling the distribution of funds uh-huh. or, yeah. or are getting the funds, di ba? Uh-uh. Isa doon si DSWD. So, si DSWD, siya yung in charge mag-distribute ng ayuda. Meron siyang four-piece na project na kailangan ipatupad ngayon. And actually, malaki yung budget na napupunta sa four-piece ng DSWD ngayon. Uh-uh. Next is, syempre, kailangan malaki yung budget ni DOH. Sa kanila nakasalalay itong pag-resolve ng health crisis natin, eh, di ba? Uh-uh. CDSWD, support okay. yan eh, to make sure that the poorest of the poor have something to eat. And of course, lastly, si Dole, si Dole, di ba? Um, kailangan nila ng funds. So, isa sila sa de- departments that gets funds. So, ito yung para sa tupag um, programs nila and yung camp 
ba? So, etong tatlo napupunta dito yung yung funds talaga. Professor Leila, I think good na <laughs> nawirdahan ka na professor yung tawag ko sa'yo. <laughs> Isustain mo yan ah. Hanggang forever. Professor Leila. It's good that you pointed out that people can Google the budget online and check the website of DBM. Pero, kasi nga alam, ang dami nagkatanong na saan napupunta yung 275 million, saan mapupunta, napalabas na ba, etc., etc. Kasi ang dami talagang questions na it is available online, but I think, I think kulang din sa communication yung government when it comes to explaining to the people how exactly the money is being spent, where it's coming from. Parang ganun. Parang I think... In all aspects naman, in the sciences, in health, in business, parang kulang sa communication. Para maintindihan ng norma- regular na normal na tao ni Aling Basyang dun sa tindahan kung saan nga ba napupunta yung pera. <laughs> diba? True. Especially pinoint out ni Prof. Leila kanina na sobrang daming numbers, ma-overwhelm tayo. True, true. Same as in the DOH, the Dissemination of Information, I think it's one of the aspects of the sciences and numbers na kailangan merong ganong communication, science communication, business communication, para maintindihan talaga ng mga Pilipino. But it's good. Actually, oh. uh, yes, sige, go batch. Kasi gusto natin, human nature, we want to be informed. Mm-mm. Gusto natin, alam natin lahat, kasi without information, we will feel scared na parang, ano na ba nangyayari? Yeah. But hindi ko alam kung ano nangyayari. Yeah. Nangyayari sa labas, sa bahay lang ako, yung access ko lang to the outside Mm-mm. world is my And, TV or my cell phone, di ba? Mm-mm. Gusto ba natin na isabihin ng presidente ang budget allocation per district or per LGU during his speech? I don't think gusto naman matulog ng presidente natin at magpahinga, di ba? So I guess as ano citizens, kailangan um, mag-conduct din tayo ng research na parang let's see, saan yung question natin na saan bang budget, saan, magkano ba napupunta kung saan, ano ba nangyayari sa budget natin? may means on how we can see Mm-mm. the transparency of the allocation of budget, di ba? Meron yan. And uh, hanapin nyo lang yung circular number 125. I go for panawagan na rin sa journalists and mass communicators natin. True. Sana we can come up with a comprehensive layman's circular or article on where the budget is going. Mm-mm. Actually, totoo. And Also, I think this is also a role for the LGUs, no? Para na mapakita nila na meron naman mga LGUs na gumagawa ng ganito. That they are able to explain and show where the money is going. So, I think everyone has a role to play. The private sector, the media, tayo, private individuals. Everyone has to do our part din talaga. Correct, correct. Yeah. So, yun. Search natin local budget circular number 125. Pero itong, itong nilown natin na hundreds of billions, would you know, Prof. Leila, kung uh, meron bang debt amnesty for developing countries like us? Yeah, this is a question from uh, one of our listeners, si Tony, Coach Tony Saison. So, siya yung nagpadala ng question na yan. Thanks, Coach Tony. Ah. Ang hirap ng tanong mo. Thank you for <laughs> making life harder. Na-joke lang. So, actually, meron tayong international financial institutions. Nabanggit mo nga kanina, World Bank nag nagpalo na Bank. sa atin Mm-mm. World Bank nagpalo na sa atin ng this yeah, amount 25 billion We have financial uh, institutions that are willing to help us during this time of crisis um, in fact 
hindi ko alam yung specific terms, no? But I'm sure um, yung interest ng loan natin, it wouldn't be, um, you know, the normal. In- Baka nga mas mababa pa than normal, eh, di ba? Kasi nga, we are all going through a crisis. We have no other choice but to borrow. Okay. Where else will we get money, di ba? Mm-hmm. So, um, si IMF, we mentioned a while back, no? The IMF is extending emergency financing to meet expected demand of about... 100 billion dollars no to all affected uh, developing countries no to countries that need it the most and philippines we are one of those countries na really really needs uh, support even asian development bank or adb announced na um, they have a package 6.5 billion dollars initial package to address the immediate needs of its developing member countries and the philippines is a, is a part of of adb no so kasali tayo dito okay um because they want to help us in our response to the covid pandemic so um sabi nga ni um, adb president asakawa this pandemic has become a major global crisis. It requires forceful action at nation, regional, and global levels. With our developing member countries, so part tayo don, we are formulating an aggressive set of actions to combat the pandemic, to protect the poor, the vulnerable, the wider populations across the region, and to ensure economies will rebound as swiftly as possible. So based on close dialogue with our members and peer institutions, we are deploying $6.5 billion rescue package to meet the immediate needs of our members. Mm-hmm. So these international financial um, institutions, they are really here to support, to become the backbone of our economy during this. Ito, yun yung part nila eh. That's mm-hmm. a very essential part of their jobs. Okay. Is to make sure a country doesn't fail, the economy doesn't fail. So talagang swerte talaga tayo na we are part of this uh, financial institution. So we are member countries. Yeah. Okay. Swerte tayong nabuhay tayo sa panahon na meron ng international organizations like that. <laughs> Correct. No? Ah, Unlike oh. panahon na mga lolo at lola natin before they were even uh, established. Mm-mm, correct, oo. And okay. speaking of ayuda sa mga most vulnerable and poorest of the poor, out of curiosity, from an economic standpoint, what do you think of the four piece program ng government. I kahit linawin natin sa mga tao kung ano ba ibig sabihin ng four piece na ito. At saka yung supposed prioritization of the poor in getting financial aid from the government. Kasi ang dami nga yung opinions based on misinformation or little information. Kaya parang mm-hmm. hindi progressive yung discussion about it kasi incomplete naman yung alam ng mga tao. Can you help us shed light on it? Okay, o tama yun parang um, we have um, limited source of information. Ano but actually some of us ngayon lang maririnig yung four piece na to eh. So yung four piece na to, this is um, the Pantawid Pamilyang Pilipino Program. So this is um, part of the DSWD program, no? welfare program of the country. So this is a human development measure of the national and uh, national government that provides conditional cash grants to the poorest of the poor to improve health, nutrition, and education of children. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, children. No? Pero at this at this point, no, since we we have a pandemic, so this four piece in-extend to para ma-address yung poorest of the poor that needs help now. Dalawa yung objective niya. First is social assistance. Giving monetary support to the extremely poor families. Ito nga yung poorest of the poor, kumbaga, na sinasabi. And also, second objective niya, social development. 
So, gusto niya ma-break yung poverty cycle by investing in health and education of the poor children through several types of programs. Like, meron silang health checkups, meron uh-uh. silang deworming even, enrollment of children sa daycare, elementary, and secondary schools, and family development sessions. Uh-uh. So, ang goal talaga, objective ng 4Ps, is to... Um, eradicate or kumbaga um, lessen the cycle of poverty. Meron kasi tayo sinasabi na cycle of poverty. Um, itong cycle of poverty na to, kumbaga once you are in this position, circle, or in this position na you're, you have, you're part of this um, po- poverty-stricken community. Forever mm-hmm. na yan, hanggang sa anak mo, cycle na yan eh, paikot-ikot na yan, trap na kayo dun. So, time and again, your whole generation, pag, nanganak ka, pag, pag may anak ka, yung anak mo, nandito, part na siya ng cycle ng poverty, yung magiging apo mo, nandito na siya. Mm-mm. So, kailangan ng intervention. Because, uh, yeah, may intervention kasi it's not like they chose to be poor. Like, who the Oo. fucking person chooses to be poor, di ba? Yeah. Correct. So, the purpose ng four pieces to alleviate poverty. Because the poorest of the poor need help. So, kailangan talaga mag-grant siguro sa kanila ng means to get out of the cycle. Gets, gets. So, dito papasok yung pagbigay ng cash ng DSWD or using this four piece um, sa mga poorest of the poor. Na, I think, five to eight thousand. Nabibigay na ba yon Or proposal pa lang? Uh, may budget na siya eh. May nasa budget na siya. Na-release na rin yung budget for that. Yung mga kakilala ko kasi na nasa lower socioeconomic classes, they haven't received their ayuda. So, no, ako rin, nagtanong din ako. Ano? Nagtanong-tanong so, din ako sa mga empleyado ko kung mayroon na ba sila nababalitaan na naka-receive nito. Wala pa daw eh. Although, ah, in fairness to DSWD, nag-house to house talaga sila. Meron daw silang um, mm. application that they give out to to families. No? Tapos, okay. kailangan nila i-fill up tapos kailangan ma-verify if part nga sila ng beneficiary ng 4P. Para yung mga okay. walang bahay. Okay. Charot. Pero di ba? Uh, um, kasi kapag ka, yung 4P, yeah. Carla, so kapag conditional cash transfer, meron kang conditions na kailangan ma-meet. So kailangan pumapasok ka sa school, kailangan nagpapacheck up ka. So yung mga street dwellers, hindi sila kasama sa 4P. Kasi they don't meet the conditions. Okay, Minor so it sheds, a new light. Oh, oh, it sheds a new light sa programa kasi it's not as if... It's not a dole out. Yeah, it's it's not like may mga tambay lang dyan na naghihintay ng ayuda. It's not like that. This is for people who are doing something to help themselves, pluck yes. themselves out of poverty, tama? Yes, yes. So, tama ba na yung mga katanggap lang nito is yung mga current members na nung 4Ps? May certification ata na ini-issue eh, pero I think you can... Mm-hmm. apply for it din eh, kung wala ka pa. Oo. Oo. Actually, yun yung, yun yung problem ngayon because I saw this on a news article from Rappler. From, he's also an economics guy, si JC Punong Bayan. Sabi niya dun sa latest report niya, mm-hmm. as of last week, the government is still drawing up the final list of beneficiaries. So, it might take weeks to distribute all of the aid to 18 million households. So, ganun siya karami. Kaya, medyo matagal siya makarating. Okay. Yun. Not to defend okay. na the slowness of the, the distribution, but 
yun kasi yung logistical problem that they're facing na kailangan nilang okay. bilisan. Right, so, right. bukod pa sa usual traditional politics and red tape, meron pang actual logistical problems, tama? So, just to be fair. Yes. Yeah. Although, interject ko lang, itong logistical problems, siguro, I think, moving forward, no, very important siguro magkaroon ng national ID per person para nakatag na, para immediate yung pag-resolve ng mga logistical problems na ganito. Parang, sana right. meron tayong right. national ID na natag na tayo, na ito, ito yung ano, included sa mga programs ito, ito yung ganyan-ganyan. Para mabilis mm. na ng lahat, di ba? Kasi ngayon, we have no time to waste. People are not eating on a daily, on a, you know, yeah. on a meal basis, di ba? Yeah. Correct. Yun yung problem eh. Personally, personally, wala pa akong all-out stand on the national ID kasi very tricky yung situation ngayon, especially na nag-hello, kumakaway-kaway yung probability of martial law. Mm-hmm. So, I see the need and I also see the threat. So, maybe it's for another episode. It Pero is. yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Oh, because we really need immediate action now eh. Like, Correct. oh, my logistical problems, ganyan. But, Uh, I think, ano, mas immediate talaga ma-resolve lahat yun during these times of crisis. Parang kailangan bilisan kasi... Bilisan, no? Diba? Oh, may hindi ko makain ngayon, eh. Correct. May nal- nalipatan True. ng gutom kanina, di ba? Correct, correct. Follow-up question. Um, asking this on behalf of the middle class, which is I'm a part of, ano naman yung ayuda or yung benefits na entitled ang middle class from the government? Kasi... Ngayon kasi ang toxic nung hostile divide between different classes because some upper classes and the middle class also are like um, sinisilip yung ayuda ng lower classes and saying na, hey, it feels unfair. Bakit sila meron? but kami wala? E kami ngayong ta- taxpayers. Something like that. Pwede bang pakitulungan kaming i-resolve tong conflict na to? <laughs> Meron na ba ang program para sa middle class? Kasi doon din ako nagpo-fall eh. And parang, wala, hindi pa ata na-resolve yun. Oo, wala pa ata eh. Kaya nga merong letter. Sino ba yung John letter Vic Remulia from yes, Cavite. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. May letter siya na nag-viral na requesting that the government also looks into how they can help the middle class. Kasi tayo nga yung nag- malaki yung income tax, di ba? Tayo yung possibly mawawala ng ng jobs well, though, if, yeah. yeah ng jobs diba so ano yung help to middle class kasi puro poorest of the poor lang naririnig natin eh so oh, true, true. Um, parang wala pa ata okay so kailangan ma-address nga yon mm-hmm. ng actually yun din yung ano yun yung tanong ko paano naman yung middle class mm-hmm. so siguro ano kaya pwedeng gawin like if we were to suggest may suggestion ba tayo on how the government can help us as middle class Um, bukod sa bawasan nila yung kinukurakot nila. Teka. <laughs> Correct. Okay, get So, to clarify things, yung four piece na yan, matagal na pala siyang existing. It's not just now. Yes. Mm. Yes, matagal na yan. Oo, parang yes. nag-revitalize lang ngayon. Kasi mas yung needs ngayon, especially ng mahihirap, tama? Correct. Doon, nag-ano lang tayo, nag-pump lang tayo ng funds ulit sa four piece para ma-distribute sa poorest of the poor. Uh, so, given na existing na yung 4Ps before and wala pang existing ngayon for the middle class and, of course, the upper classes, what more, di ba? I think what we can demand is for the government to also provide for us and 
no longer criticize the government for providing for those who need it more. I don't think it makes sense. Na, bakit siya meron? Ba't ako wala? Gets? Parang let's just demand what we need for ourselves without questioning yung mga pinoprovide ng government sa mga taong mas may pangangailangan kesa sa atin. Hindi naman siya either or hindi siya kailangan maging either or. It's not a competition. Priori- yes, prioritization lang siya. Kumbaga sa mga, di ba kapag may mga mass accident, mm-hmm. hindi naman yon sabay-sabay ginagamot eh. Tinitignan kung sino yung mga may critical condition, sila yung unang nirarush hospital. Kasi sila yung mga mas may urgent needs. But everyone should be treated. Nobody should be left behind. It's just that may priorities lang tayo. Sana ganun din yung maging thinking natin dito sa financial accident that we're all in right now. Correct. Alam mo, to add to, add to that, no? Hindi lang poorest of the poor, hindi, not even only the middle class needs help, but even SMEs, yung mga kumpanya, like how do we recover, how do we bounce back? Ang la- ang rami nating cash out ngayon like ever since na nag-stop work yung yung buong kumpanya namin Ma- March 15 ba yun or 16 na o- lahat talaga ng shops namin nag-close wala-, wala nang source of income wala nang revenue ganyan Ang nangyari lang since since then is nagka-cash out na nagka-cash out yung company namin parang only release namin yung 13th month kahit na hindi pa kami ready to release that no Tapos nag-release kami ng other sources of um, support that we could give to our employees. Like yung, yung funds for our Christmas party and yung outing, ganyan-ganyan. Niliquidate lahat yon tapos dinistribute sa lahat ng empleyado. Mm-mm. Tapos nag-payroll pa rin kami. Um, by next week, may payroll ulit. So parang puro cash out na ng cash out. And I think kailangan din talaga ng support ng SMEs. Um, by the time that we open again, may pera pa ba para mag-operate yung kumpanya? Like, siguro kailangan din talaga ng government to look into that sector, yung SMEs talaga. Kasi if without, if wala nang kumpanya na mag-run, wala, wala na rin empleyado. Correct. Yeah, it, it gives us a new perspective, Leila. Kasi oo nga, no, it's not as if may sariling buhay ang middle class, upper classes, and um, lower classes. Kasi, we're operating under the same economy eh. So, kung walang pera sa middle class, walang pampasweldo. So, kung wala rin pang si lower classes, wala rin pang, wala rin kabuhayan yung SMEs and bigger companies. So, it's a cycle. Correct. Right, right. Correct. Oh, everyone diba? is so, affected. Oo. So, economically, we cannot isolate our own socioeconomic class from the rest of the other classes. Kapag may isang chunk na naiwan, lahat tayo apektado. Tama? Yes. Um, hindi, yung sabi mo kanina, magandang metaphor, yun na parang lahat tayo naapektohan, although may priority talaga, we have to prioritize yung mga taong wala nang kinakain ngayon, but the others are still affected. We all need a cure. Every segment is right. affected. True, true. Guys, sobrang dami pang i-impart na explanations ni Professor Leila Ranema of the UP Virata School of Business. So please stay tuned sa second part ng conversation namin na to.
We'll talk about specific plans and actions that our government and we, the private sector, can do to help us stay afloat during this pandemic. You can catch more episodes of It's an Adult Thing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. We really like hearing your comments, takeaways, questions, and you can even message topic suggestions that you'd like for us to talk about on the podcast. There you go, fellow adults. Please stay healthy, stay at home, stay safe, and stay informed. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of It's an Adult Thing. This has been Nika, Carla, and remotely, si Azel, <laughs> and Leila. You're in It's, It's an, an Adult, adult Thing! thing. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 